0: Way you, what you want in life changes, so you just have to listen to what you want to do, as opposed to looking at other people who may be doing nine to five days, or working six days a week, or if, if even crazy enough to do seven days a week. So it's just whatever you find comfortable for yourself. So which goes on to my first point, which is getting tuned with your with your mind and your body. What are you capable of? Welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast, the forward-thinking podcast for dental professionals. Join us as we discuss hot topics in dentistry, clinical tips, continuing education, and adding value to your life and career with your host, Jazz Gulati.
1: Are you feeling just a little bit overwhelmed at the moment? Like one of my friend's dentists, he said to me that I just wish things would just slow down. Like after the lockdown, after everything that happened during COVID, when we experienced some sort of anxious tranquility, I feel as though now things are getting really busy for all of us and a lot of us are experiencing that huge dump to being overwhelmed and burnt out. If this is you, it certainly has been me in many moments. And that's not just because of the podcast or anything like that. There are so many things in life. We try our best as dental professionals, as, as family members, as friends and colleagues to make everything work. And in such a busy life, things can get really, really hectic. Hello, Patricia Strati. I'm Jazz Glanty, And welcome to this episode entitled Productivity with a Prostodontist with my good friend, Ricky Bopal, because I wanted to learn myself like how does Ricky who's a young associate recently qualified specialist prostodontist, like I look up to him as someone who is just full of systems and tricks and wisdom and knowledge in terms of how to live a fulfilled and productive life like I think now we need to stop working so hard and start working smarter so this episode is very much focused on getting that connection between mind and body but also strategies To help improve your workflow, how to fit in those treatment plan letters that we write to our patients, how to make sure we make time for our loved ones. I loved it when Ricky covered that actually. So this episode, I'm hoping will be very useful for all of us in terms of being able to enjoy life more, but also get more done. Before we jump into this, what I hope will be a very impactful episode for you is the protrusive dental pearl. The one I'm showing you today is an add-on of a previous pearl I've shared, which is the Otter app. So the Otter, the website is www.otter.ai, that's O-T-T-E-R, right? And what this is, is a transcription service. This is not sponsored, I don't get anything from this. This is just me sharing something that's really working for me. So as you know, some of you know that I do some virtual consultations for Invisalign and Smile Design consultations, just to see who's suitable and who's not, because there's no point of seeing someone who really needs a full examination to come to see you in the practice for a Invisalign consultation as a waste of chair time. So I find the system of Invisalign consultations very useful. Now, while I'm having these consultations, I'm recording the video on zoom with the patient's permission. But I'm also, I've got otter.ai running in the background in, a, in my Chrome tab. And what I'm doing then is I'm having that conversation with the patient, I'm asking about their goals, I'm giving them information, how much money is likely to cost them, how many months the treatment's going to take, importance of retention, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. But as we're having this conversation, everything that we're discussing is being transcribed to a pretty, I'd say 95% accuracy. And obviously, with dental terms, it struggles, but I literally don't have to write any notes. I don't write any notes for my virtual consultations, but you should be right, we should be writing notes, but i.e. my transcription is my notes. So I just email that over to my clinic and they put it in the contacts of the patient. So therefore, I now have a full like transcription of the entire conversation I had with the patient. So I don't know about anyone who's doing this. Um, hopefully, some people will start doing this now that I've told you about it, but it's a system that works well for me. So I don't have to then log into my sort of system and then start writing everything that we discussed with the patient. I can now just send over the transcription. So I hope that Pearl helped you. So let's dive into the episode with Ricky Bopal, and I'll see you in the outro.
0: Ricky Bopal, welcome to the and the podcast. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Thank you, Chaz. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. No, no th- um, thanks, so, thanks so for making time, you really man. Thank you. Well, man. I appreciate
1: it, buddy. I mean, you are uh, almost, well, you are a prosthodontist, but you, you can't call yourself that until a few months' time. But I'm hoping to uh, upload this episode by the time that, okay, it's, it's all kosher with all the governing bodies, if you like. So but essentially, essentially, you've done your exams, you've done your specialist training guys and your MRD. And the reason I had you on the show today is because you, a, you're a massive dental, dental geek, and I love it. Right, You're like the, the geekiest of all geeks, in, in, the, in the best way. I don't mean like a nerdy way. I mean like, wow, man, you, you're so full of knowledge and hunger. I love it. Uh, me and you are definitely cut from the same cloth, and I, and I loved uh, our, our chats that we have, very geeky chats that we do have. So I had to bring you on because I know you're so busy. Like, You did your specialist training. You're working in practice, and you can tell everyone in a moment about uh, what kind of split you did. You did a lot of your own lab work, I believe. And then also, you managed to have uh, you know, a work life balance so to some degree, or uh, have the best you can as a, as a, as a specialist
0: trainee. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your journey over the last few years and how you balanced everything. Sure. Um, before I go on to that, actually, um, uh, the way that we actually became friends was exactly we, I think we met at Dentinal Tubules and uh, we started talking about occlusion. And then at that point, we were literally just like friends for life. Um, <laughs> with, with the Clin Dent, uh, and and the work life so one of the things that I found at the very beginning was it was really really hard to kind of adjust to doing practice as well as you know starting this really intense course so quite early on I did struggle and you know I did try so many different ways to try and um, figure how am I going to balance this If you spoke to some of my friends, admittedly, they would joke and say, Ricky would say stupid things like, I'm going to the library to go and relax. You can't relax in the library, guys. Okay. Um, (laughs) So on reflection, yeah, you definitely can't do that. But compartmentalizing is really important. Um, But it's important also just not to have a regimented life. I, I look at life as like a pie chart. So you have your work element there, you have your family, you have your partner, you have your hobbies and if you're focusing too much on one thing the other things are going to suffer and I actually experienced this myself so I was focusing so much on my studies that the other things started slacking and you know it was uh, I remember it was kind of towards the end of my first year beginning of my second year where I realized this and I was like I can't do this you know um a g- girlfriend who was in Liverpool she during my training she moved from Liverpool to Kent to Northampton so trying to find balance to see her and spend time with my family um, was really really hard um, but eventually I figured out a way to try and work out my weeks in a way that allowed me to do that.
1: Um, okay so, so you, you figured out a way to somehow fit everything in? So what, what, I'm, what I'm sensing here is that you had to eventually come up with almost like a, a, a calendar of certain things you would do at certain times,
0: is that right? Exactly, and uh, some people might think it's really sad, but we, my, my girlfriend and I actually made a shared calendar. So I think communication is really important, um, not just within our profession, but also like in everyday life as well. Um, so for my family, and I actually didn't make a calendar for my family as well, she stuck on the fridge. So coming from quite a big household, everyone, everyone's in and out of the house a lot so that everyone doesn't know when everyone is at home. Um, so just communicating with each other, I think is really important to really understand where you are in the day and when you're gonna see that other person because that's important. If you, if you don't see your loved ones for a few days, how do you feel? you feel mm. down?
1: But I, I love the fact that you had that desire, like you had such a strong desire to make it work that you went to the lengths of um, having calendars that you, you know, both that your family and, and, and your better half could see. Uh, and that's great. And actually, funnily enough, um, two, two to three months ago, Ricky, I actually made a switch myself from to do lists to calendars uh, in the sense that before I'd be very quick to write things down in my to do list. But now, instead of uh, most things now, instead of writing my to do list, I'm actually allocating that a slot in my diary. And I just find that when you allocate time to a task, you're, you're so much more likely to get done effectively in time and uh, compared to just writing a to do list. Is that something you found as well?
0: Yeah, um, it, it's actually one of the, the tips that um, I, I was going to give at some point today. And um, Let's go for it. What are your top three productivity tips? Okay, so the first one would be get in tune with your body and your mind. Get out of the slump. So. I I used to do this a lot. How many times would you get a task and say, yeah, I'm going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow will come and say, actually, I'll start tomorrow. I've still got time. Sometimes you need to just actually start that task, whatever it is. So Mm -hmm. whatever you need to do, you need to do it to get that pen to paper. And more importantly, make a plan of whatever it is that you're doing. If you just, you know, go at something without having a plan of attack, you're more likely to fail at something. Um, one of the things that I did to try and get into this habit was I adopted a 5 a.m. morning start. So nice. it might sound a bit strange, but... No, I've done that as well. Did you read any books that inspired you?
1: Because there was a book yeah, I read that inspired me to do that. Which one was it? Robin Sharma. Okay, book. so you, you read Robin Sharma. Okay, yeah. Uh, what's his book called? Uh, the, the 5 a.m. Club. That's the one. So I read a uh, miracle morning by how oh, someone uh, similar, similar thing. They all also talks about the, the, the beautiful things that happen when you start your day at five at 5am. 5 and for, for a long time, I, I, I did that uh, since becoming a father. So sleep is so much more precious. <laughs> cause 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 if you're in the 5am uh, wake up club, you're also in the 9am sleep club, you see? Yeah. So. <laughs> no,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. Um, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing the same thing, buddy. Um, but yeah, why 5 a.m.? Uh, because it's the time of least distractions. You have so much peace in the day. So when I actually started this, uh, I did something cheeky. I used my younger brother, who's 17 years old, and I used him as a guinea pig. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this, but there's no point in me doing this by myself. And how best to get into a routine, make someone else do it with you. So in this sense, he was, he was eager to do it. You can't make someone something if they're not willing to, to do it in the first place. Uh, so I basically, I didn't even propose the idea to him. I just explained, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then eventually he was like, hey, I want to do that as well. So we started doing it together and then we started motivating. I like what you did there, Ricky, because instead of saying to someone, you should try this, you
1: sort of said, hey, I'm doing this and you sort of made them desire it.
0: yeah call it it master manipulation (laughs) but he's been doing that and he he found that really helpful because he was studying for his a-levels um so in this book by robin sharma he discusses the first hour of the day and um talks about the 20-20-20 rule so i adopted this i don't stick to it so um strictly but the first 20 minutes you do exercise um, as you wake up you drink a, a big glass of water replenish all of the water that you've lost during um, the sleep time uh, sweating actually releases a brain repairing a neurotropic factor which actually helps create new neural pathways so if you're getting sweaty in the morning um in a way that's when i was working out i think okay the more i'm sweating the quicker my thinking is going to become obviously the better you're going to look and feel about yourself. Then the next 20 minutes should be reflection and meditation. Um, Meditation is really important. Um, As you know, we are both from the Sikh community, so um, I like to do my prayers in the morning. And this really helps to kind of reduce your cortisol and reduce your stress levels. And then the final 20 minutes should be doing something, learning something. So I always used to make it a habit that I'm not leaving the house unless I've actually read something for 10 to 20 minutes. Just something that's fresh in my head, in the zone of doing some work as well. Um, so I actually- So where do, you, where do you get
1: your 20 minutes of learning from? What, 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 what's a quick, easy win that we can get in the morning at
0: 5.40 in the morning? So it could be like you have, say for example, a, a dental article that you've had on your, your to-do list to read. You don't have to necessarily read every single word, but look at the main content that's within that, in the article. You could read a chapter in a book, um, you can watch a, a YouTube video. I mean, we're in the era the of social media and um, videos. You can listen to Protrusive Dental podcast for a while. Boom, we have a winner. <laughs> I was waiting for that.
1: Hi, guys, it's me again. I'm just interfering with this little message. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you to Ricky bopal because he was actually one of the beta testers for my sprint course. I had about 30 beta testers who gave me really valuable feedback to make sure that the sprint course was going to be epic. I'm so pleased that people all over the world from USA to Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, Singapore, India, even Scunthorpe, Uh, became delegates on the splint course and we're having monthly coaching calls and a secret Facebook group and and I've been supporting everyone and people have been just sharing and learning so much, which which has been great. Uh, And one of the things that Ricky had to share about the the splint course was the following. I love how you can see the passion oozing out of you and it's very engaging and easy to follow. All your explanations are amazing. This course is so legit. You could teach someone, a dentist who knows nothing about occlusion, nothing about splints, all about bruxism and occlusal appliances. So uh, Ricky, thanks so much for that feedback on the course. And there are basically two reasons why I share that with you in this little message. So reason number one is a lot of people were messaging me when the enrollment period was open for splint course. And they were a little bit worried about coming on and joining us because they thought that they needed to have a lot of knowledge, a lot of prior experience when it comes to splints and occlusion knowledge and they didn't feel worthy of it. Well, I'm hoping that with that testimonial from Ricky, you'll you'll see that actually, I've really, really started from the basics. Like even if you don't know what Centric Relation is or what a Tanner Appliance is or what an AMSA is, I take you from the very beginnings from diagnosis to splint delivery, to follow ups. And of course, we go through your own cases as well. So it's for everyone, no matter what level you are, you don't need to have been on like five different occlusion courses or anything like that. I mean, I do cover some occlusion in there, but it's primarily a splint course, which I don't think there's anything um, out there that's like this, because there's so many occlusion courses that just cover splints like a tiny bit and it leaves everyone confused. So I devoted to you know many many hours to put this together, and you can get like minimum 12 hours of CPD every month. We have the monthly coaching calls. Uh, but the second reason I want to share this with you is in June, in the first week of June, we're going to be opening enrollment again for the second cohort of Splint Course. So if you missed out on the first time, no worries, you can join the second cohort. All you have to do is go to splintcourse.com and register with the email address so that when it opens, I'll be able to email you the, the launch offer for the second cohort. So I hope you join us on the splintcourse.com. Uh, if you're still not convinced, go to coursekarma.com in the search bar, we can find all the courses from all over the world in dentistry. So it's coursekarma.com. You type in splint course and just read the reviews for yourself and let me know what you think. So hopefully I'll catch you in June on splint course. It'll be really awesome to have you.
0: But Yeah. Um, so in the morning, the first thing that I would do is I'll actually use this time to create my daily tasks. So the night before I would say, okay, this is what I want to be doing. But in the morning,
1: Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app nothing. We worked so hard on this protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode.
0: You may not be thinking the same thing you were thinking the day before. So you want to make realistic goals and realistic targets. Otherwise, you constantly let yourself down. So when you look at your to do list, um, as you were mentioning, you're going to be like, Oh, damn, you know, I haven't, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, then you feel bad and then you get into this kind of downward spiral. Um, So for me, exactly what you're saying, I I don't like to make particularly a a to-do list. I would say, okay, today I'm covering this. I look at the day before. Okay, is that realistic? Okay, cool, let me do this, this, and this. And then I actually would keep, uh, unfortunately I've taken all my calendars down, but I have a huge calendar. So Mm -hmm. I've tried to go digital with everything, but Mm -hmm. the same thing, I'm still a bit old school, like pen to paper. So I would keep like a big yearly planner. And on that yearly planner on my wall, I could just look up, I'll be like, okay, on this day, I know I have to have this done by this by this date. So say, for example, I'm covering like a topic, say implants or removable pros. I know that by this date, I need to have this done. And I have to do everything I can to get to that stage. But because I'm documenting everything that I'm doing, I'm able to keep track of everything as well. Mm-hmm. So which comes on to my next thing as well. Well, but before you we move
1: on to the next one, I just want to uh, share my spin on, on what you said there. Often, uh, me and you both will we'll see some patients in a new patient examination and we'll have uh, letters that we may want to write these patients, right? And uh, what I used to do is I used to put my to do list, okay, write a letter for Mrs. Smith. Um, her review is in two weeks. So make sure you get it done by then, right? Problem is, it's, yeah, you want to do it tomorrow? Then you okay. Skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it. And eventually, what happens the day before or the morning of the appointment? You're quickly making a treatment plan, uh, which is not great. So now, what I did by switching to the the diary zoning in my calendar, I'm able to a- allocate between three p.m. and four p.m. every three days or whatever. Like I've sort of i got allocated days where childcare is sorted, and I can just crack on. And and that's where I do all my treatment planning, if you like. And that's how I made the switch. Whereas whereas it was quite similar to you in the sense that. You know your endpoint, and then you will slot it
0: somewhere within your diary. Yeah, um, and this this actually really nicely comes onto the, the next point of what I'm saying as well. So, I'm um, keeping a journal of exactly what you're doing, keeping a journal of you know your, your daily tasks, your goals, so, and then um, there was actually a course I did a few years ago um, by Asif Saeed, and it was it was discussing about. Um, you know, having a day in the week for green space. So you just use that, that time to not do anything work related and just focus on admin only. And what I'll do is I'll have basically a table of all my tasks and then at the end column have, okay, so where am I, at, where am I up, to, up to on this task? Okay, what's the next action that I need to do? Um, so in that time period, I'll basically say, okay, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to look at all of my patients from practice, look at my um, invoices, look at my, um, the way that I've been doing my dentistry, look at photographs, and then also look at my life as well and seeing how am I progressing. Um, so I think having that one day is really, really important, because if you don't have that green space to kind of focus on yourself, then how are you going to continually improve? You'll constantly be saying, okay, I'm gonna, I'll reflect on that another day. And then it all builds up. And then at the end, you've got this big um, batch of things, which eventually you'll say, I uh, can't be asked to do anything now. And, and, um, then you, so, and then you go on holiday and
1: then you're busy with that. Uh, so yeah. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of having that. And to be fair, since I made the shift to um, a, a shift pattern type of work. So you, before I used to work very traditionally, You know, uh, before I used to work in Oxford, I'd reach Oxford at 7 a.m. because I want to miss all the traffic. So from London to Oxford, right? I miss all the traffic. Play squash from 7 to 8, a, 8 a.m. Okay. And then I'd uh, you know, get changed, have a shower, go to work, 9 a.m. to like, you know, by the time you're done your notes and stuff, 6.30 or something. Then drive back, get home for like half seven. I've been out the home from 6 a.m., back home half seven, okay? And you're shattered, you're destroyed. But now that I made the shift from uh, I'm either working the mornings from like you know 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., or I'm working the evenings, 2, p- 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So essentially, I have in my diary some green space almost every day which I have just found so uplifting, so great, and so wonderful for the effects it had on me and my family to be able to spend more time with my son. My son can see me every day, undivided uh, attention when I have those sessions off, which has been just
0: phenomenal. That, that's, that's amazing because speaking from my own experience, like when I was younger, my mum was studying to be a, a general nurse. So she was at university for when I was a really young child. So I didn't really get to see her a lot. So I'd spend a lot of time with my grandma. That's, that's how I learned like my amazing Punjabi skills. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, she, I didn't get to see her much. So the fact that you're able to do that with um, your son, that, that's that's amazing. I'm sure that he will remember this these times when he's actually older. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing that you said was um, you basically have switched around your your times and the clocks within your day. So one of the things that I found with this tip Um, Of keeping a journal is you're able to kind of keep a record of what your productivity levels are as you're progressing through the day so when I was actually doing my revision for my um, exit exams I would keep a record and monitor my day and I'd find that between 1 to 3pm was my unproductive hours so this is obviously during Covid Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes you know you do things where you have a knock-on effect. Um, So for example, if you are watching a TV series late at night in bed and next thing it's impacted your sleep, then the next morning you've had had impacted sleep, has a knock-on effect, you're not going to have as much productivity the next day. So for me, I looked at this and I said, but I don't want to stop watching these programs. Um, You know, I was watching Umbrella Academy, which is an amazing show by the way. I thought, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. So what I did was I figured out that between one and three is my unproductive hours. So let me slot in my series then, and then I can actually sleep at night and get a proper night's sleep. So similar to what you're kind of saying there, with... Now that I've kind of completed my course, exactly. so how, how do you apply this to dentistry? So um, as you uh, mentioned at the beginning, I've, I've just finished my, my training. So I've split my time up between uh, basically two practices. So I'm working on a Tuesday, uh, a Monday, a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Friday, and every other Saturday. So I purposely have done it in a way that I have a Wednesday off. So midweek, time off, I could do my admin. It's during the week. Can you know just get on with whatever tasks that I need to do, and it's during the working day. So I've done that strategically to allow me to do that. Sometimes it's it's um, it's important that we stop focusing on what other people are doing and just do yourself. Um, and your brain will actually love you for it because what may work for one person may not necessarily work for someone else. And uh, so, all throughout my undergrad training, I was a night owl, I'd be doing like night shifts, um, working to the early hours of the morning, going to university, sleeping during the day. And I thought to myself for a long time, there's no way I can become like one of my buddies who would wake up super early and kind of adopt what, what I'm doing now. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing was, at that time it wasn't conducive for my, the, the way I was basically going about doing things. But as I've progressed through life, the way you, what you want in life changes. So you just have to listen to what you want to do, as opposed to looking at other people who are maybe doing nine to five days, or working six days a week, or if, if even crazy enough to do seven days a week. So it's just whatever you find comfortable for yourself. So which goes on to my first point, which is getting tuned with your with your mind and your body. What are you capable of? Okay, so uh, there was a quote that I wanted to share with you, uh, Jazz. It's by Michael Gerber, and it basically means it. What he says is. The difference between great people and everyone else is that great people create their lives actively whereas everyone else has created their lives passively waiting to see where life is going to take them next so the difference between the two is someone is living fully whereas the other person is just existing so i think when it comes to whatever you're doing whatever profession you're in for us as dentists like if we want to become something, we need to actively do something about it. Whether it's going on a course, speaking to the right person, networking, going to conferences, listening to podcasts, um, all of these kind of things. You can't do things by doing nothing. You're not going to get anywhere. Um, Maybe some people do, and they're very lucky, but for the vast majority, we need to actually do something actively. 100%. 100%. You have to make
1: your own luck. And, and, and the language that you use there, you know, uh, actively, and then just uh, responding to what happens is very much uh, similar to being proactive and being reactive. Mm. So it, that, for me, it was like, yeah, definitely a parallel there with uh, one of those uh, sort of sayings I've had, I've come across for Like, Are you living life proactively? Are you making the changes? Are you Trying to sink your diary with your better half and actually trying to make time for your family? Or are you just waiting for, uh, by chance, for times to work out? And most likely they won't work, just work out automatically. They won't just work out in this beautiful way where you get to see, uh, you get the best of everything. You have to work hard, make some strategic sacrifices, and, and actually um,
0: graft towards that. Yeah, no, exactly. And um, I think that, that is the key to success, in my opinion. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. So, Jazz, another thing that I wanted to discuss is why do we never live in the moment and be happy with, you know, what we, what we have at that specific moment in time? I mean, there's so many times I myself have done this, you know, I'll be happy when I get into dental school. Then you're going through dental school and you're slogging your way through and then you finish. I'll be happy if I get a DF1 position, I'll be happy if I get a dst one past MFDS and this, this, this. But we never actually enjoy that moment. And it's something that I was really thinking and reflecting on a lot of, a lot about since I finished my program. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, that was a really tough journey. But I loved every second of it. You know, there were ups and downs. You know, it wasn't all hunky-dory and good times all the time. There are going to be bad times, but that's what life is like, isn't it? Um, I learned so much. Um, I did the thing that I love to do. I made some amazing lifelong friends, met some amazing people. So, you know, just, and I grew as a person. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's like, okay, you know what? I really enjoyed that. Okay, that chapter of my life is now closed. Okay, let's go into the next chapter. So rather than thinking, okay, what am I going to do next that's going to get me happy? There's no point doing that. Just go with where your life is going and enjoy that journey. Otherwise we'll constantly be chasing Happiness,
1: if that makes sense? 100% makes a lot of sense. I, I remember uh, actually a few years ago having the same reflections. Uh, I was with my then fiance, now wife, um, at one of her interviews, DCT interviews, something like that. And I was speaking to these uh, guys who just had their interview and they're ready to sort of find out where they got DCT. And, and they were sort of saying, using language and sentences like, I'll, I'll be happy if I get. This place for DCT, or I'll be happy once I get to a situation where I can do this type of dentistry, or I'll be happy when I can place implants. But like you said, you're always chasing that next high. And yes. professionally, for, for people like me and you who are who, who are so uh, you know passionate about our profession, it's so easy to get caught up and lost in that, right? So uh, I, I think you showed so much wow, like so much sense that you're speaking in terms of you know time for happiness is now, and it's so good that you had such a great time that you can reflect on your training and, and not be like okay. I made it and now I'm happy but actually I'm only going to be happy when I get to this next level because you can easily just chase the next level Ricky but you're like okay you know what this is a journey I'm enjoying
0: it now. Exactly Jazz. and you you can apply this to kind of how you're going about progressing in your career as well so you say okay like you said I'll be happy if I can place implants so what a lot of people that I've seen um, over the years is they will do one course and then jump on and do another course and then do another course. Um, something that I, I've kind of always done from the very onset was I'll do a course and then if I don't implement that in the next time I'm in practice, then I've just wasted my money. Um, and so I was, I was kind of in that mindset and, uh, I mentioned a course earlier, uh, by, uh, Asif Saeed. Uh, so I did two of his courses, FFQ and PYP, and he actually does discuss this element, um, within the course as well, uh, which is quite quite nice because and I was oh, okay, there's there's other people who are thinking the exact same thing. So what you're saying was when you want to learn something, don't just do every single course. Do one course, learn that skill, perfect it until you are like, you can do it with your eyes closed, then move on to the next thing. And that way you're, you're constantly getting all of these skill sets into a category where you are really competent with it rather than, you know, um, uh, spreading yourself thin and doing so many things, but then never becoming a master at, at all of them. Does that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. You, we were
1: having. I mean, this reminds me of the phone chat we were having last week. Actually, you tell me about the whole. Is it? Is it column one, column two, column yeah, three? Right. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So two. so uh, yeah. You know, essentially, it's stuff that you you know that you don't know, and then you can move it up to the next column. is like okay, you're working on it, and only once you've mastered it, you put it to column three. But if you keep putting too many things stuck in column two, and you're sort of doing too many courses, nothing will ever move to, okay, I can
0: now do this competently. Exactly. And I hope Asif doesn't mind me uh, sharing that gem, but it, it was a really um, a life-changing thing for me, um, especially, and I found it was really helpful. And I think that a lot of people should. No, absolutely. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah.
1: Drew, Drew Shah also talked about this in one of the, the Passion and Values episode I did, uh, maybe last year. And he talked about how Young dentists can choose their next course. Well, you need to actually be introspective and look at what you're good at, what you're not so good at. Have you actually mastered anything yet? If not, maybe why don't you just hone your skills and and focus on on just mastering that one aspect before jumping onto the next course? So I think that's very uh, apt what you said, and it's going to help a lot of people in terms of deciding on what to do next, but also just reflecting that before just continually chasing different highs to actually master that one sort of craft at least. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Jeff. Ricky, any last tips? Because that, you, you've given a real good overview and we talked about switching from tasks to calendars. Uh, in the interest of time, I have to really push you for that one last golden gem. If you had any, uh, maybe talk about your uh, procrastination technique you told me about over lockdown.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is really bringing the geek out now. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait for this, guys. This is going to really like, show the <laughs> geek level of Ricky, but it's awesome. <laughs> So um, dur- during my revision period, um, one of the things that I found was I've been sitting there reading some notes, or whatever it is, or making some notes even, and then all of a sudden, I get something coming to my head, you know, uh, remember to go get the dog's vaccinations, and then all of a sudden, next thing, I'm, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm on the internet, Googling everything about dog vaccinations, what's the best one? Um, or well, sometimes you get <laughs> lost into the deep, dark areas of YouTube or you might end up in the upside down, you know. Um, so, procrastination for me is like a really, really, really hard thing to overcome. So, I thought to myself, okay, this is really annoying, I need to stop this. So, how can I do it? So, I coined a term and, uh, and made this thing called hot desking. Um, I don't even know if that's the right term for it, but basically it's just having a piece of paper, or in, in my case, I like to use a, a productivity app. And I've basically just made like a page there and it's literally just labeled hot desking. So what I'll do is when these things would pop up into my head, I would go and click on that and then I'd, write the, I'd do a timestamp and then write whatever it is. And then it's crazy how many times you think you're gonna procrastinate within an hour. I think that the, there was about 10 times or something. On one of the days, and then what you do is at at the end of your day, you then go back to that link and you have a look at it and you say, okay, these are the things I would have procrastinated doing. Do I really need to find out about you know, is there life outside this galaxy in this universe? I really need to find out about this. Um, And it's procrastination in itself, but you basically you're making it smaller. Um, so rather than going onto the website and doing all those things you're just clicking on that link quickly writing something and then when you're doing that the active task of going onto that thing or going to that piece of paper and writing it it will make you think okay i'm wasting my time let me get back to doing my work same thing you can adopt when you're on social media i mean i used to be one of those people that i'd wake up in the morning and just be scrolling through instagram facebook or whatever pinterest and then i'd sit there and i'd actually actually actively say to myself, this is not making any difference to your life. Stop it, mm-hmm. get off. Do it in a, at a time when you're on the train or you're waiting for something. Why are you doing it now in your productive time? So That's that, amazing. And, uh,
1: it's very similar to something uh, I posted a recent episode up about how to maximize your learning from dental courses inspired by someone called Jim Quick, who, who wrote the book Limitless. And what he talks about was uh, exactly what, what you said, uh, it's about when you have a distraction from what you're what you're concentrating on, because your brain can't process a negative. Like for example, you know, suddenly I'm, we're having this chat, and suddenly I've thought uh, the dog that I don't have, but they might need some vaccinations, right? Uh, and suddenly now that's bothering me, and now I'm not I'm not I'm not actively listening to you anymore. I'm not with you in the moment anymore. But if you actually quickly just write it down. You now dealt with it, you can come back to it later. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, the same concept with your brain can't process a negative. Now that you've processed it, it's done, it's become a positive, and it's, it goes in like the to do later pile. So thanks so much, Ricky, for, for sharing that, and, and all the gems you shared. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to bring him back for a part two, because we had to sort of uh, uh, whiz through this one today. But when you start working as a prosthodontist, maybe a, a year down the line, I want to do maybe a follow-up episode. See, now that you've actually entered the big, bag, big bad world of, of full-time work, pretty much, how are you coping? What What's have you learned the over, the last, year, over the, the last year? That sounds like a really cool thing to do. What do you think? Yeah, I'll be up for that, buddy. Any time for you, man. Awesome, buddy. Well, th- thanks so much, Ricky, uh, for, for coming on set and sharing all these uh, productivity gems with a prosodontist. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Cheers. Thank you so much everyone for listening all the way to the end. I hope you found value from that. I hope you can take something away from that as an actionable step that you can do tomorrow to make your life more productive, make it more fulfilling and get more enjoyment out of life. And remember, life is not a race. It's a journey, right? You won't be happy when you can start placing uh, all on four. You won't be happy then. You'll be happy now. Now is the time for happiness. So thanks so much for joining me. Check out the Instagram on at Dental and do leave a feedback review on Apple if you listen to Apple because that really help me to, to find more listeners just like you who find this valuable. I really appreciate you listening. Thanks so much.